Hello and welcome to a Pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, my pronouns are he, him, and I'll be your storyteller for this game about living gods on the wrong side of the law. Joining me for this game is... Hey there guys, my name is Tyler, uh, pronouns are he, him, I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-affected street exorcist. Hi everybody, my name is Christina, I will be playing Elion. My pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. They are a water-aspected investigator. Hi everyone, my name's Cody, pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman. Hi, my name is Britt, and my pronouns are she and her. I play a wood aspect named Rush Ferris, who has a ferret familiar named Zeke. Together, they specialize in archery, larceny, and dance. Hi, I'm Michaela, she, her, and I'll be playing Tirali of House Regara, an Earth-aspected leader of a small military force known as the Tyrants, who cooks the books for the gang. And this is Exalted, Like a Dragon-Blooded. Act 2, A Calibration Celebration. I'm going to... The wax seal doesn't have any uh, signage on it. Like any heraldry. Yes, it does. Dope. What's that look like? It looks like a fan from Look Shy. Oh, fuck. How much, uh, how much you get paid to deliver this one, Junie boy? Enough. Enough. That's... Enough that I wasn't going to ask questions. Okay. And I'm assuming that's enough to not tell me who it came from. Listen, I have a good idea of who it came from just looking at that seal. I know you're right, but I don't want you to be. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and open it and read it. Divine, you are written from your uh, your grandmother uh, on your mom's your maternal grandmother. Yeah. Uh, who asks that as soon as that you receive this, that you return to look shy post haste for your upcoming wedding day with one of the other look shy and noble women. Um, I know I figure one of the other upcoming, uh, look shy noble women has a name and it's a really good name. She, um, uh, uh, let me look up. Look, uh, I will get you that name once that uh, we stop. Uh, once we stop for a moment. Yeah, I, I figured. Uh, I figured it was that case. So yeah. I was just going to ask: Can I tell? Is she like assuming that because the Amalar family's like they're up and coming, and they are the logistics family? I'm assuming that they would have arranged for me to marry up. Uh, is there any telling on that uh, just from reading? They are not. So one of the things you got to remember, Cody, is, is that this is a matriarchal society. So you basically get married when they tell you to. Yeah. But is grandma looking out or are they just marrying me off to get family connections? They are marrying you off to uh, they want to marry you off to Gens Nefarin. 
which is a minor Gen's house of uh, 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 that's another air aspected house. Okay, so building building the air aspect breeding. Uh, yes, exactly. Got. Do you want? Uh, you know what? You're you're a pretty smart boy. Why don't you give me an intelligence and war roll? Oh boy. So I'm gonna spend four essence to add two auto successes and double nines. Okay. Oh, six. Six successes total. Okay. Wait, no, six plus the two auto successes, uh, oh. seven, eight. Eight. So, with eight successes total, one of the major things that you know as uh, about the family Nefvarin, um is that they were once a major house but have since fallen on hard times. Um, they tend to, uh, as far as you, as, as far as you are aware, they tend to mostly produce, um, a lineage that, that is mostly, uh, female, which is, has good, uh, good connotations to it. Uh, they are renowned as, uh, skilled sorcerer engineers and were actually instrumental in the construction of uh, Lukshai's skyship, which is one of the only skyships in existence. Also, it is said, but not proven, that they may have act- that the Nefvarin house may actually be descended from Lukshai's own founder. Ooh. So while that they are a minor house currently, it could be considered an upgrade. Fuck it, even if they are a poor house, they've got more money than these schmucks do right now. You're not wrong. Yeah, technically right now you're a poor. Oh, uh, I still got my money. The family doesn't have money. Where do you think they're going to take that debt from when they can't pay it? it, it not my pockets. Okay. I, it's my name on the contracts, not the family's business smarts. Yeah, that's how gangsters work. You're right. You're right. That's definitely how the guy who can break you in a single turn works. Yeah, see, the problem is, is I don't need to let him get close enough to break me. I also have a back alley arms dealing business. I'll just shoot him up. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I own the power in this city, sir. So anyway, uh, with that revelation out of the way, if there's nothing else you'd like to do, uh, you go on your crime spree with your secretary girlfriend. Uh, before doing that, I'm going to be like, I'm going to read it and be like, hey, 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 June, you want to. You want a round two of robbing one of my family's weddings? I'd really prefer not to go back to jail. But it's my wedding. You want to rob my wedding? June just basically goes, no, nah, man, I'm not. I'm not going back to jail for this again. Fine. Um, that's fine. Enjoy your uh, enjoy the rest of your Venus day. And I'm going to palm him 
I know my walking around money is like a year of uh. You palm him some money. A he goes and spends of, like a good bit of walking around money. He he takes he takes the walking around money and he uses it to buy drugs and uh, dragon blooded uh, Viagra. Good. He probably goes and stoops a few demons or whatever. That is. No oh, way to I should. Uh, so I should probably mention that uh, you like if you're taking uh, Aaliyah to like a a safe ish uh, drug fueled orgy. Um, there are probably a few Neoma there who are doing the uh, the shape changey thing that they're known for. So right. uh, enjoy that. Uh, the safe, the safe, the orgy is not the safe part. The crime's the safe part. The orgy, I'm going all the way to the palace. <laughs> right, you go to the Tricon's orgy palace where that. I'll have to look. I don't think that the Tricon does. I don't think the Tricon actually participates in in that. So. Yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't think he'd deign to do so either. But there's probably one there. If not, I can lore roll it. There is, in fact, one there in the basement. Beautiful. Let me put on my party shoes with wheels. So, with that out of the way, we're going to swing the camera back towards the desert basilisk. Ferris, uh, you approach the desert basilisk during uh, the midday. How do you look? Ferris is wearing a light green dress with like flowers all over it. The sleeves are kind of see-through, but the dress itself is not. Um, it's very flowy, very similar to like how she typically dresses, just looks nicer. And then her hair, you know, it's short, so she can't really pull it back. But she's got a flower crown that matches the flowers on the dress, but it's not real flower crown. They're like fake flowers. That's fair. Okay, so you head up to the Desert Basilisk, and uh, you can see Manami is waiting there at the door for you. And he looks up to you, and he smiles, and goes, Hey, Ferris, nice to see you here. Hey, Manami. I'm meeting someone here. Do you know if there's anyone here waiting for someone? Yeah, yeah, they, uh, they actually already reserved the place. Let me take you back to them. Oh, it's not Banami. Uh, she will follow him to wherever they're going. Okay, so Manami leads you into the empty desert basilisk. Uh, from the doorway, you can see there is only one other person uh, who in here besides you two. Uh, so you assume the person who invited you. Uh, they have... You kind of see like the the back of them from where that you are. They have a uh, dark hair that's pulled into an intricate braid along their shoulder. Um, as you get closer, uh, you can get like a better look at them. They're in a nice but not exaggerated white top that looks a little bit like sea foam. And there's pairs of like silk that kind of connects the top to their shoulders that kind of looks like the deep blues like the Chiroscuro Bay. Uh, when you get a glance at their face, uh, there is for just a fleeting moment, a look of relief on, on their usually impassive face. 
as they are clearly happy that you accepted their invitation on this auspicious day. Waiting for you for lunch is your friend Renal Elian. What? Fuck you, Craig. Craig. We come back in on uh, Elian and uh, Ferris having a date in the Desert Basilisk. Uh, Elian's just going to kind of look up when Ferris comes around the corner and just say to her, uh, hi, Ferris. Do you want to take a seat? Ferris kind of looks at them for a moment, not like in a shocked way of like what's going on, but just kind of like he does have a slight blush to her face, but nothing like she's super shy type blush, if that makes sense. Like she's not really sure how to approach this, but she'll uh, she'll nod and Take a seat across from Elian. So you're the secret admirer? Yes. Uh, I, I will say I was and was not surprised when I went there to drop off my note and uh, kind of got shoved aside by lots of flowers. So I guess I'm not your only admirer. Uh, without sounding too, like, She's basically going to be like, yeah, it happens sometimes, but like in a very shy tone, like not trying to rub it in kind of way. As I said, I'm I'm not surprised. Uh, you, it, they're just going to kind of like, you've never seen Elion look this like, not unnerved, but just like not sure how to proceed with something. Um, so they kind of just like look down for a second and look back up. Uh, you know what? Why don't I, I have something for you? And they're gonna reach down to kind of the side of the the bench. I assume it's benches. I'm not sure how <laughs> the the place yeah. is actually set up. Um, and they're gonna put just a little like simple wrapped. Um, parcel on the table and just slowly slide it over to Ferris. Seeing Elian kind of not sure how to act or react to what, everything, uh, Ferris will kind of perk herself up a little bit more and look a little bit more naturally happy and excited about what's going on. And she'll give a big smile as she reaches for the little wrapped item. Uh, you didn't have to get me anything. This is our technically first meeting for this date. I assumed it was customary to get something for a date. She'll just shrug her shoulders to Elian. I honestly don't know what would be customary for a first date. I I asked around to some who. I would say we're more versed in the matter than I was, and it was mentioned to give flowers or some kind of something or another. Um, so I kind of went in between the two. If you want to open it, you'll see what I mean. Uh, Ferris will nod with a bright smile and begin opening the little gift. Uh, so when you open it, it is just a 
it's not like a chain, but it's just a cord that's braided together. And it's got a little pendant on it that is a hand-carved um, cherry blossom that's carved out of wood. And there's also a little kind of like, not really a neckerchief, but kind of one with a very similar charm on it that looks like it'd be about the size for Zeke. Smile and uh, take the cord out to um, and kind of hold it up so she can kind of see it better. And then uh, she'll take the one out for Zeke and kind of look down and say something and his head will kind of poke out from her dress. She'll throw it to him and tie it around his neck. And, he'll, and he kind of shows it off like he's fancy before he disappears again. And then she'll look back up at Elian. I love this. This is beautiful. Uh, I'm sorry it's not better carved. I'm still new at doing woodwork. Uh, it was kind of intricate. A little beyond my normal prowess. Uh, but I'm glad you like it. Ferris has a slight uh, pink tone to her light green skin, you like, for however she could blush. And, uh, is it just, like, something that slips over her head? Uh, it's, it would have, like, a little clasp in the back. Okay, then she will look to Elian, hold it, and hold the necklace out. Um, would you mind helping me put this on? Oh, uh, of course. And they're gonna get up and just kind of maneuvered and clasp it behind uh... Uh, Ferris will kind of hold it and like touch it and admire it some more. It really is pretty and you know don't sell yourself short. I, I do love it a lot. I'm not terribly good at surprises so uh, I hope Manami's is okay. I know it's not very fancy but I figure it's comfortable and he was nice enough to let us have the whole place to ourselves. Uh I know he went away for a little while because he has to go and help somebody else with something, but he should be around soon to... Oh, what, to feed you? Yeah, of course. What do you need? Ferris, why don't, why don't you go first? Ferris would nod and look at Minami. Um, I'll take the usual. All right. Curry, not the spiciest, but still with a little bit of heat to it. Got it. And, uh, Elian, what, what you need? Uh, it makes it easy, because I can just get my usual as well. All right, y'all are making it this super easy for me. I cannot believe that I am getting an entire favor from the matriarch for this. Excellent. Okay, cool. Work's done. I'll get you food in about five, ten minutes, and then uh, I'm going to go hunt down Divine, because he seems to always find where all the, uh, all the, all the cool places are. So, uh... Yeah, I'll bring I'll bring the key to lock up when y'all uh, when y'all done. Thank you, Manami. Yes, thank you, Manami. Uh, Ellen's just gonna kind of like sit there, like slightly tapping the table, uh, kind of look up at Ferris. Uh, so <laughs> I I figured we could have food here and then maybe go for a walk. I know. Like me, you're not super big on boats or being on them, but I figure we could walk down to the dock maybe and just kind of sit there for a little bit and just 
kind of hang out. Uh, I don't have anything too extravagant planned, just simple and relaxing for the most part. Honestly, that sounds absolutely lovely, and I can't wait. Uh, perfect. Uh, so how has your calibration week been so far? I feel like that's a loaded question. I'm I'm not great at small talk. Uh, and I didn't think you would be interested in talking about family business, because that's all I really talk about for the most part. You just... Ferris will kind of sigh and be like, you know, so far calibration has been okay, but I think it just got better. I'm really glad to hear that. Uh, I'm 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 not good at this. I'm just going to be straightforward about it. Uh, I, but I'm going to try. Just be yourself. I enjoy hanging out with you as is. I just figured I'd be honest up front. If I don't make a habit of lying or trying to set unrealistic expectations. Um, so, and I just prefer getting things out there right away. If I, I don't think I will ever be someone to do grand romantic gestures or anything like that. I'm a pretty simple person who I think leads a pretty simple life. Uh, I help with a dojo. Um, I live there. I do martial arts. I do investigating. Um, so if you're okay with that, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just look so awkward <laughs> right now. Uh, while Elion is looking awkward, Ferris is definitely trying to be much more not awkward to try to help A, because she doesn't feel really awkward much anymore, and B, to kind of help Elion feel more comfortable. She's kind of looking grin. Honestly, simple is not bad, especially when you have a family like mine. Yes, uh, I, I'll i be honest, I was a little worried about what your brother and sister might think. I assume that you make your own decisions when it comes to things of this nature. Uh, you don't seem like, while you're close to your siblings, it seems like, it doesn't seem like you would... How do I phrase this? I don't think you would... If if they looked at you and said, no, this is not a thing you kind of would be, you would fight it almost. Rebellious, I guess, is the best word. Rebellious could work, or free-spirited. Uh, you're definitely right, though. I would definitely like to choose my own path, and would definitely put up at least a little bit of a fight if someone tried to stop it. Uh, at this point, uh, the food comes out, Manami serves you all, and kind of like, cannot help but butt himself in just a little bit, and just kind of goes, Oh uh, yeah, you know, I kind of got that feeling from Ferris, you know, she, uh, she ain't gonna take shit from nobody, and, uh, well, 
Neither should you, Elian. Uh, y'all enjoy. Uh, he sets the the keys down. I'm gonna go. Ch- I'm gonna go test out some of these uh, some of these weird powers I got at the uh, at the Serenity's orgy in uh, in the Tricon's basement. So uh, toodles. Have fun, Manami. Uh, not too much fun, though. Take care of yourself. I always do. I uh, kind of shout at him as he leaves the place. Uh, don't get locked up again. No promises. Divine thinks I might be into that kind of thing. I guess this would be the day to find out if you are. I'd like to assume that they just continue having like small talk before they go on their walk and then just continue having small talk. But I don't yeah. know if Christina had any plans. No, I mean, that's that's more or less what I had planned was just kind of a fade into small talk and like sit on the dock um, and just relax and look at the water and watch people mill about. Um, okay. And, and uh, Probably while they're eating, anytime Eliana's just like, I don't know what to talk about, just stuffs their mouth with food. <laughs> oh, they're so delicious. So, while you guys are doing that, while you guys are out by the dock, uh, while that everybody else is doing their thing on the Day of Serenity, I would like you both, and actually, I think that Ricky's still technically outside. I'd like the three of you to give me willpower rolls. Uh-oh. Why do you hate us, Brendan? I say it's just the, the how much willpower we have dice in, in dice, right? Yep. Six. Okay. No. Okay, you scared me. I thought that that dog shit roll was mine. Five. You can you can have the two if you want. I'll take the five. No, you won't. Yeah, make that. Uh, it was your medicine roll. Britt did it for you. Okay. Luckily enough, a two is the number that you needed to beat. However, as you all are aware, uh, since you all are outside and not in the middle of like uh, a basement in the undermarket or uh, in the Tricon's Palace or whatnot, you all hear the howl of a large pack of dogs somewhere off in the distance uh, that appear to be uh, or that sound like that they are approaching Chiroscuro. Well, guess my fucking picnic's over. Actually, you know what? Since you are technically outside of Chiroscuro, uh, Tucker, why don't you give me a, uh, a, wits and an, a wits and a cult roll for that, actually? Ooh, give me one second. I'll give you a little bit of uh, extra information if you can get this. I don't suppose this has anything to do with exorcism. Mm. You know what? I'd be willing to give it to you. So it's just one extra dice. Yeah. There is my medicine roll. Wow. On eleven dice, you got two successes. Same as it ever was. I will never roll good at what I build my characters to do. You should have took my two in the first place. No, I shouldn't have. While you may never roll good on what that you build your characters to do, this is a fairly simple recognition thing. While you don't get a whole crap ton of information, 
you do know that that howl that you heard had essence laced into it. It was an actual power that went out throughout the whole uh, the whole city for anyone who could hear it. That was a basically a fear-inducing howl from a barrow hound, or more specifically, a pack of barrow hounds, which you know to be omens of destruction. I'm going to look to Moy and be like, oh no, that ain't no good. Yeah, we gotta go back to town. And race at Mach 10 back to Chiroscuro. You go at Mach 10 back to Chiroscuro. And if there's nothing else for the Day of Serenities, we're going to close that Day of Calibration down and get to the Day of Endings. Oh boy. So, as the... Day comes about for uh, the day of endings. I know that uh, Tyler said or Ricky said that he had something specifically that he wanted to do to speak with uh, his patron goddess for his sorcery. But is there anything else that you all want to do specifically on this auspicious day? Figure I would at least let Aaliyah know that, you know, I've got a wedding coming up after uh, calibration ends. Ah, day of ending relationships. Oh boy. Or new beginnings as being upgraded from girlfriend to mistress. You never know. Oh, how they play it. That's why I'm just letting them know that that's a thing that's going to happen. Not, hey, we're ending this. Um, So focusing in on that scene for a moment, you let her know and she crosses her arms and looks to you and goes you're planning to marry her then divine and not stay here with me in chiroscuro i wanted to see what your thoughts were because this is a family obligation but you know fuck them you're more important so i wanted your way in well, I'd certainly prefer that you didn't leave uh, Chiroscuro. I mean, going back and becoming a husband up in Lookshy, it sounds boring and like you're never going to be able to come back down here. But babe, they got a they got the airship. The poor's have an airship. Not an the important distinction. Yes, yes, they have <laughs> The airship, how very impressive. They're also a small micronation that has been uh, chomping at the bit to try and harm the realm for generations on end. I thought that you'd come here to get away from all that, not to perpetuate it. So you're, you're not in favor of fucking the realm up? Divine, you are distinctly aware that Chiroscuro is a satrap of the realm, correct? Barely. I see. Yes, we are technically... I am technically, by the word of the law, a citizen of the realm. Very barely. The realm doesn't care about this place. That's why we're here. She 
looks down to you and like takes your chin in her hand and like places a kiss on your forehead and then just goes prove it to me with your actions not your words you you want to come home with me to rob my wedding let's wait until after calibration to make plans for a grand heist of the entirety of Lukshai then or you know I can't get married there if I'm already married before I got this letter I would not say that today would be the day to get married. It's starting a project. It's also ending. If you had asked me on the day of journeys, I would have said yes. That's fair. It also wouldn't, this wouldn't be a problem if I had done it. You now have a year to plan your wedding, I guess, Cody. (laughs) Yeah. Or we can figure out exactly what that's going to be like. Anybody else have anything? I have something small and quick. Okay. Um, Elian would just kind of set up a, not a shrine, uh, but kind of like a shrine almost. Just like a little thing uh, in honor of, you know, ancestors and family that have passed and stuff like that. I'm just kind of like light some incense and... Do a little meditation and prayer at it. Okay. Uh, This goes on. This is a pretty common scene uh, throughout most of Chiroscuro as one of the few days where that ancestor uh, praise slash worship is allowed within the uh, within the rules of the Immaculate Faith. Yep, that's why I figured I would do that, because I just imagine that's that makes sense for their family to do. You do not feel anything, uh, not, not that you don't feel anything, but like, it's not like you are, it's not like that Elian is very linked with the occult. Uh, they didn't study the immaculate philosophy. They're not a student of the pure way. Uh, they don't literally have a martial art that lets them punch ghosts, but There is a sense of calm and peace that comes from this, uh, that comes from this simple action. Um, Ricky, I believe that you wanted to do something a little bit more than everyone else. Yeah, I talked to the Broken Maiden about the shit that she needs done. So, um, how do you get her attention? I'm trying to think of where that's both... Respectful and rude. Um, I think I would like no what. Uh, I would like to uh find a chain and then break it and then rattle it really loudly and annoyingly in an alleyway. Do you go down one of the many alleyways that has uh, a small shadowland and a way into the underworld in it, or do you go down one of the more normal alleyways? I mean, shadowland sounds like a nice way to do it. Upon taking the chain of command and breaking it and then rattling it down into a shadowland, you certainly gain the attention of quite a few spirits. Ghosts, apparitions. They look to you in a 
light bit of annoyance or bemusement. Uh, it's kind of 50-50 along the small crowd that you've gathered. And these people, uh, mostly looking like Chirskiran natives, uh, watch you to see exactly what that you're doing. And then after a few minutes of doing this, the broken maiden approaches uh, and manifests in a in a sudden uh, display of bright red essence as uh, her form manifests in front of you. And she stands there towering and unbowed with chains uh, falling uh, from her hair as she looks to you. Hmm. My disciple. How nice to see you. How can I help you? Uh, you know, funny enough, I was about to ask you that. How can I help you? You know, stay ins and all that. You know, respect and, uh, and uphold the favors of the gods and all. Trying to do my legwork as a, you know, disciple. Yes. Hmm. How can you help? She takes a moment to think on it. As that you've basically summoned her to be like, hey, what do you want? And Ricky Loki wants to wants to abide by all the rules of uh, what the fuck is this thing called? The coll- not collaboration. Calibration. Calibration. Yeah, he he Loki mm-hmm. follows all the rules of calibration. So this is just one of the rules. During how how big of a favor would you want from me? How to ask this in a way that isn't rude. Um, assuming that the favor is done properly, how much more favor will I get from you for doing your favor? Well, we could keep it as simple as teaching you some new spells, or maybe I could find a way to grant you a little bit more of my power. I mean, I'm all for power, and I'm all for fucking up people who try to enslave other people. I don't know, I'm feeling spicy today, why not? My entire my entire clan just got robbed of all that money. Give me what you got. Well, when you've got when you've got nothing less left to lose, then I guess that uh anything's on the table. Eh, nothing to lose. Probably not, but I don't have much to lose. I've never been someone to do something halfway, and I think you know that. I would like one of two things delivered to me within the before this time next calibration. Either I would like the disillusion of all slavery within Chiroscuro, or I would like you to break out a single person from the greatest chains of all. Their fate. Interesting. How do I go about finding out somebody's fate? That is a little bit harder to figure out. But people are bound to it, you included. Hmm. Am I now? Mm-hmm. You are. 
you can break yourself out or someone else from uh, whatever fate is set to befall you before the next calibration. Or, again, complete eradication of slavery within the city's walls. I promise the gifts that I give and the teachings that I can give you will be very much worth it. Uh, mechanically, uh, I will let you get some stuff for free or buy like spell some certain spells for free. Yeah, sure. A nice broken lady. I'll give it a try. Fantastic. Then consider our pact sealed. I look forward to hearing about you breaking fate. And if not, a lot of freed slaves will be just as fine. I'm gonna go out on the limb here and assume that you assume I'm gonna go for the fate one because eradicating all slavery in a gigantic city is a pretty huge ordeal that I can't even guarantee is done. What if one person gets a slave the day you come back? My friend, you are a you are an occultist, someone who knows these things. The word of the deal is never as important as the spirit. Uh, basically, uh, she is not allowed to crapsack genie you, and if you were to somehow make slavery illegal in Chiroscuro in the next year, um, even if someone brought slaves in, that wouldn't fucking count against you. Yeah, okay. Deal's on. See you next year. Also, you know, if you, if you, if there's anything else, I'll be around, you know. I'm sure that something else will come up in time. And if I have any leads on someone who needs their fate broken. Oh, uh, I don't mean to toot my own horn while I'm thinking about it, but did, did you hear about that fucking prison I broke in half? Eh? I did hear about that prison that you broke in half. I was literally there and watching you in spirit. Good. It was a fun time. It was a fun time. <laughs> anyway, what were you going to say? I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, I think that I might have someone who, uh, I might have someone who needs their, uh, their, their, their fate changed. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes, a pack of Barrowhounds did recently come to, uh, come to Chiroscuro. You might be able to, uh, save them. Yeah, I heard that shit when I was out on a picnic yesterday. I'll give it a look-see. Uh, she takes a, uh, since you know, since you know, um, since you are a sorcerer, you automatically know Old Realm. That's just something that you learn as a sorcerer. Yep. Um, she, and it is also the language of the gods. So she takes out a, like, she takes out one of the chains and in the dust in the Shadowland, she scrawls out in Old Realm a uh she scrolls out in old realm the uh what is what you translate to the like ancient uh like first age equivalent to resh falar did you say falar with an f or with a b falar with an f as in uh ferris's older sister just making sure i heard it right that's my sister uh-huh. 
I believe this one from this clan needs their fate changed. Hmm. We'll consider it looked into. We appreciate it. And if you won't mind, uh, we're going to go and wander the city for a little bit. It's been a while since we've uh, been corporeal. Yeah, yeah, have fun. Watch out for any uh, any weird uh, any weird priest bars, you know. <laughs> she she grins and turns to you and like flexes at you and goes, "I think I have it this time." Yeah, you got it. Okay. Anybody else got some shit to do on endings? Mm, I don't have anything planned, but, you know, you already knew that. As that we are going to be wrapping up calibration then. Uh, Ferris, where do we find you on endings? I would assume that she is, um... Do you think that maybe you and Elian are having another day out? If if not that, I think she might just be out kind of looking out, probably back at that dock, kind of looking out into the water, just thinking about everything that's been going on as far as, like, the news that was dropped and then what, like, the whole thing with Elian and just, you know, reflecting back on it. In your moments of reflection and thinking about all the things that have happened to you in the past year since you came to this city, there is a cold and wet bit of, well, slobber that hits your right hand as a small dog is licking at it. uh, Ferris will kind of like jump at first but not like because I'm assuming she would know it's like an animal licking her hand and not a human because that's weird um, yes. she would um, I feel like she would kind of like heads up for a moment when like the dog like licks her hand and then she kind of looks over and sees it's a dog and she'll like pet it and as long as it's not trying to like eat her uh, the dog is about um it's about medium sized. It's got uh, large pointed ears and a uh, it does not have hair upon it, um, but it does have little white markings and it sits down and lets its tail uh, thump against the concrete of the of the bay. And it looks to you with uh, blank white eyes uh, that you but that, you know, can see you. Does it look happy or, like, distressed? It looks, let's say, lonely. Ferris would continue petting it, give it a smile, and just kind of start talking to it. Uh, What are you doing here all by yourself? The dog looks up to you and... It opens its mouth, and what you expect to be a bark does not come out. What comes out is the voice of your brother. I'm sorry, Ferris. It it opens its mouth, and it just says, I'm sorry, Ferris, in my brother's voice. Yes. Uh, She immediately stops petting the dog and just stares at it for a moment. 
I'm sorry. What did you just say? I'm sorry, Ferris. I don't mean to put all of this on you. Put all of what on me? And what are you sorry for? All of the trouble, all of the money, it's all gone. Yes, that's uh, what was told back at that meeting. Please forgive me. Keep yourself safe. Where are you? Why are you talking through a dog? The dog licks at your hand and places a like a paw upon you, almost in that comforting way that like dogs know how to do. Your gift should be arriving soon. I'm sorry I won't be there to see it. I think it'll look great with you. Wait, where are you? I'm I'm so sorry, Ferris. It's all on you guys now. Not getting an answer to what questions she wants the answer to. Ferris will definitely start to kind of like panic a little bit. The dog tries to place a calming hand upon you again and tries to lick your hand or your face to try and get you to calm down. But if you're starting to panic, the dog will begin to go away. Does it sound like he's actually responding to me or if it's more of like a recording? It sounds closer to a recording. Um, if the dog does start to go away... Can I follow it? Uh, I should clarify. When I say the dog starts to go away, I mean the dog will begin to discorporate and return to its natural state as a spirit. To save some time, uh, Ferris is just going to keep asking, like, where are you and what's going on? You know, until the dog probably disappears. Um, At some point, I feel like that it is thematically appropriate to end the calibration here. Well, not to end it here, but for the crew to be back together with Ferris having this, well, moment of crisis. Is is there like a moment where you tell everybody everything, Britt? Uh, yeah, she would definitely like tell everybody what went on or what happened, like everything that was going on with that whole bullshit. After you tell your full story, Ricky is going to suddenly get very angry and throw a box at the wall. Man, now what the fuck am I going to do with all these damn apples? There's apple juice seeping out of the box on the floor. Why do you have apples? Because I left Cherescura yesterday. We're, we're not supposed, you know what? We're not supposed to do that, but that's and, not and important I did it. right now. That's not important right now. We need to go and check Bilar. Yeah, yeah, that that's checking on the uh on the rushes seems like a good idea. Yeah, let's let's go do that now, like right now. Divine's in his own little world being super self-absorbed. Okay. Like he's sitting in a corner uh reading that letter. Did you have anything you wanted to add, Michaela? Nope. Quietly supportive, ready to help uh, Ferris in her crisis. <laughs> so, uh, as you all are heading back to where that you all know that Resh Bilar keeps his residence, 
I would like everyone to please roll me a perception and awareness roll. And yes, it does have some, it does have to do with visual acuity. So if that helps you, please add oh, those I'm, dice. I'm in. throwing more shit into it. Because at this point, Ellen's like, something's going on. I'm going to be super aware. Four successes on four dice. But hey, that fucking occult roll. Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, look at those three successes on eight dice. Interesting. I hate this fucking dice roller sometimes. Those one successes on seven dice. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Brendan, I'm throwing out my excellency for awareness. Also, uh, never mind, because it's awareness, not investigation. Um, so I'm going to throw two automatic successes into it, and I'm also going to throw five motes into feeling the dragon's bones. What does feeling the dragon's bones do? Because I don't think that I have ever heard you use that one. Um, that is basically like tough sense. I can um, create an accurate image of surroundings from vibrations. So I can sense characters and objects out to a medium range, things hidden behind walls or underground. All I need is a single success. Um, and okay. I usually get a black and white image of anything that's moving or creating vibrations, like a person walking, like even underground water spring, um, stuff like that. So did you want me to do two rolls or do you just want me to do the first roll and that'll supplement for it? For, uh, first roll, that'll supplement for it. I just realized I actually have an awareness uh, thingy too. Can I throw some extra dice on that for some votes to, to add into my one whole success to try to make that better? Yeah, sure thing. Plus two on max, so I got an eight. Okay, and how many extra successes are you thrown at it, Michaela? Um, I can do two moats for an auto success, so I'll spend, mm, I guess, eight for four auto successes with the one natural, so. Um, I don't believe, so the limit on your excellency is whatever your ability score is. So if you have an awareness of four, the most the most motes you can throw at that is four. I've got a five in awareness, so I'll do five motes, which would be an extra five dice. Yeah, I was gonna kind of split it up, uh, two for an auto, and then I'll I'll roll three just to see what happens. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Four plus an auto. <laughs> Four plus an auto, and then that other success that you got. So, oh, yep. so you you would have got, gotten uh, five, right? Yeah, five is the total. I had three plus one plus an auto. Okay. So, going from the bottom to the top, we've got divine at three. Divine, it is very. You are walking towards the area where that. Uh, you're walking towards the area where that uh, everyone is. Uh, 
situated where that most of the family heads are living. And you can see that there is a large crowd gathered inside of an, uh, gathered in an alley, uh, by, by the skyscraper that you all call your home. Uh, Tyler at four, you, uh, you can see that a lot of the people within the alleyway are the heads of the of the family uh, or multiple people who are part of the gang in some capacity. Uh, next up on that is going to be Ferris, who gets a weird sense and gets a feeling and peeks her head in just a little bit and down on the ground with a little bit of their well it's hard it's a little bit hard to tell considering that the face is chewed off but you could swear that slumped over with many arrows puncturing them is the corpse of Reshbalar. And finally, as a special treat for Elian, who got many, many successes and did some bull and did some bullshit. Elian, you can tell that there are multiple people looking over this corpse and talking to themselves and saying things. You hear the sound of one of them taking an arrow and looking at it, and you hear them say, you know, I swear this is, this is one of Ferris's arrows. And as soon as that gets said, you can hear the sound of metal boots clanking down, uh, like running uh, down the uh, down the street as the form of the uh, the matriarch Goesatara Sorrow comes running down and how and she very quickly like stretches her arms out and like puts a cloak over all of you and kind of goes quick get it get in the office get in the office lock the door do not let anyone in lock the door go right now someone better push Ferris, because she's definitely uh, frozen. I, I will snatch a Ferris. Yeah, I, 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 I can lift her. Tarali like takes her one arm. Elian takes her one arm. Just kind of takes her off, I guess. Divine, Divine's just standing in the alley, like, what? Why? It's 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 just crowded. He very quickly gets you like moving. It takes way longer than it should for you all to get up to the office. The doors are locked and barred as soon as you all get in there. Your boss sits down and puts her hand and puts her face in her hands and she looks down and she goes Someone assassinated Reshbalar. And I think they're trying to, and I think that they're trying to frame us for it.
Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the good word out about the work we put into this show. If you wanted to ask us any questions, you can contact us through Twitter at a pair of dice lost or email at a pair of dice lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Dragon Dance by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. And for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did. So have some stunt dice. Cody, you know what that means when he says they fall on hard times, right? Your grandma's marrying you off to a port. I know. That's why I'm making the distressed Tanjiro face right now. <laughs> there. Happy. It's now in the chat. I'm so happy. I'm so happy whenever you all do that. Especially any time that I start dropping bombs. I I'm really glad that I can get that response from you all. Waiting for you for lunch is your friend Renal Elian. What? By the way, Brendan, did you want to offload? Uh, do you want to? Uh, yeah, let's offload right here. This seems like a, the perfect time. I was not prepared. I like to imagine that the hawking up along is in character. It's because she's. It's because they're so nervous. Okay, oh, then I can kind of breathe. I'm trying to think if Ferris has ever been on another date. I don't think she has. Come on, Ferris, no. we've practiced this. No, no one's good enough for the tyrant's little sister, clearly. Clearly, obviously. Um, Sorry, that was out of character. I, I should have said something that was out of character. <laughs> That's fine, you can make it in character. It still works. It just came out a lot, like, harsher than I would have wanted it to come out in character. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. We'll stick with it. Um. It was that day that Manali found out he could cook meth. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Ah, this is the day that your brother gets ended. Oh, boy. I will... Look, Jamie, we've dealt with some weird shit. <laughs> it, it's um like looking at your hand. He's small and weird. Crawling in my skin. <laughs> Evil bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm planning the registry to put out because you know you gotta get uh get that early. That way you get the good gifts. Gotta let the poor's know so they can save their money up. Maybe we'll give you a skyship as a wedding gift. <laughs> That's what I said. He wants another skyship. Just, yeah. uh, yes. That is the only thing fitting for this family is to have another skyship. Another one.